Thanks for joining a couple of 90s kids. You're listening to Stuck in My Generation. That intro music was so loud the first time. I was like, I got to edit that shit and make it quieter. And I was like, I'll just redo it. I'm over here cussing about Pete Davidson. And uh, (laughs) God, man. Uh, Anyways, Pete Davidson slaying them all. He's killing it. He's killing it. Every single one of them. Welcome back to the show. That is crackly as shit. I don't know why they do that. It's probably me. Mine won't do it. Why? Why is your? Why? Why won't mine do it? I don't know. Let's try. Let's try. Do I need to put it there? Anyways, right there. thanks for joining us on uh, Stuck in My Generation. Yes, it has been a while. Yeah, as uh, Aaron Lewis would say, it's been a while. Well, we had Christmas. We had COVID. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the C's except Boy, for the one that Pete Christmas. Davidson's getting all the time. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, Pete. We almost died. Almost died a few times. Yeah. yeah. We got uh, kitchen remodels going yeah. on. I said I saw the Grim Reaper, but he didn't see me. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. Drink Crazy shit has been happening. <laughs> yeah. Adulting shit. Uh, just, just so much. Yeah. And all of a sudden... I think uh, it's been uh, almost six weeks. Wow! Since we did a, a the Beach Boys, since we since we did that epic Beach Boys episode. That's it's right. We did the pets. We weeks. did pet sounds, didn't we? We did pet sounds. Yeah. Your yeah. father-in-law loves it. He loves it. I uh, you know I liked it that day, and uh, I have put it on a few times since. Since you gave me that record, thank you. You're welcome. And uh, you know it's still soothing and kind of cool, but it's just not something I'll put on very often. But we're not here to talk about the fucking Beach Boys. We're here to talk about Pete Davidson. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not say. here to talk about Pete Davidson. We're here to talk about Faith No More. And uh, even Mike Patton's probably jealous of Pete Davidson. Oh, Jesus. I'd say. Fuck you, Pete. <laughs> Taking all our women. Ah. Uh, Damn it. Lock your woman up. Yeah, lock him up. Hide her. From Pete's coming. <laughs> Every Halloween, if I give out candy, I'm gonna everybody that's his height. I'm gonna be like, take your mask off. Heather, where are you? Pete's here. Check under your bed. Check under your bed. Uh, <laughs> what was your experience with Faith No More before we did this deep dive into Faith No More? Uh, be one hundred percent honest and upfront. Uh, the song Epic. Oh my god, dude! I'm so sick of that song just because of the airplay that it had. It's why I didn't listen to him. Yeah, like it's the sole reason why I didn't listen to Faith anymore. Sure, and it has nothing to do with the song, right? Well, it does a little bit, but yeah, they they overplayed that shit. Yeah, so and sick of it. Me too. And I never really heard anything else. It turns out I heard something else after we listened to all of it. But I mean, back then, that was all I heard. And to me, and there was a there was a bit of a band battle between these guys back in the day, but to me, it was it was a little bit Chili Peppers ish. Like okay. it was a little bit yeah, like yeah. you know what you yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you know it was just that kind of style of like funky. It's rock. like a vocal funk. Yeah, yeah, and uh-huh. I was like. I, I, I like the Chili Peppers. Why would I want to hear a different band do that style? Sure. Little did I know they didn't. That's not what they sound like the whole time. Sure, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't listen to them. 
And my only other experience besides hearing Epic growing up was, uh, I think, when that Soul Invictus album came out in, okay. what, 2015? Was it 2015? That sounds right. I think it was 2015. Uh, I tried to listen to that when it came out just to get something new under my belt. Sure. And at that time, apparently I wasn't ready for it because I was like, it's okay. Yeah. This is better than Epic, but I didn't stick with it. Okay. So that's my experience before we started listening to them. Except for the fact that before we started listening to them, before we officially decided, I did start their first album just to see. We do this sometimes. Sure. We check out a little bit. And then you'll hit me up with a message and you'll be like, what if we did this? Sure. And I like, you know, check this out and see what you think. And we check it out. And then we're like, yeah, yeah. Sure. So I kind of did that with their first album and thought I could probably do this. Hate or love. It'll either be a Nickelback episode where we hate <laughs> yeah. on them or it'll be the complete opposite, which is one of the best bands of all time. And it's Limp Bizkit. No, I mean... <laughs> And it's the Beatles or the Beastie Boys. I got my DVD in the mail, by the way. Today. Oh, good deal. Speaking of Limp Biscuit, man, we were coming home from uh, the dentist the other day, and my son threw on Limp Biscuit. God bless his heart. Yeah, and I thought, man, I think for whatever Fred's doing, whatever the fellows are doing, it's kind of it's drawing in that younger crowd. Coming like Pete Davidson, buddy. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yeah. So my son was digging it. And I, was like, I mean, it is diggable. I'm sorry. It's diggable. So me and my wife had this conversation again the other day. She was embarrassed about all Kardashians. She watches shit out of Kardashians. Like she's trying to just watch them all. It's a guilty pleasure. You sure. Know, it's a good sure. quarantine TV basically. Yeah. And she's like, I, she's like, I don't know if she's like, I don't know. That's probably the worst uh, guilty pleasure either one of us got. And I was like, I like Limp Biscuit. She's like, yeah, that's worse. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, it's not worse. It's, it's just, you know, maybe equal. Not worse. It's not worse. It's not worse. No, the Kardashians are pretty bad. I'll take Biscuit over Kardashians. I'd take Kim's Biscuits over Limp Biscuit, <laughs> but, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah I'm, I'm with you. But, uh, yeah, so listen to Faith No More. I won't give too much away. Uh, these notes I've had, these notes have been baking for a while. This is going to be a refresher to me. Me too. I'll add, I, I knew... Even though I didn't listen to Faith No More, I'm a, I was a, I've been a Mike Patton fan since uh, I don't know if you were at this one with me or not, but since I saw Tomahawk open for Tool, I thought we did. Maybe it was. I, most of the Tool concerts I've been to have been with you, so may, maybe it was. Yeah, there was. I remember Tomahawk opening for him, and I was like, "Ooh, this is this is fucking this is a good opener." Uh-huh. And there was a band called ISIS that sucked balls. I was there. That ISIS sucked. Yeah, that was really bad. That's fucking terrible. Great fucking name, fellas. ISIS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. At least name yourself Pete Davidson for God's <laughs> yeah. sakes. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, ISIS. ISIS was awful. Sure. Uh, I don't. I've I've seen Tool another time, and I don't remember who opened for him then. But I like I like Tomahawk a lot. Sure. Mike Patton had the instrument with the little that you yeah. do your hands. <laughs> we need one. Yeah, we do need one. I know. Fucking, we'll just come on here and do that the whole time. Like <laughs> Pete Davidson. <laughs> Pete Davidson. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I was super into Tomahawk, and then. Before we ever thought about Faith No More, the newest Mr. Bungle album came out, and I heard a single off of it, and I was like, that's heavy as fuck. I is like it good? It. Yeah, I love it. 
Okay. Some fucking good shit. It's okay. like thrash metal. Yeah. Like old school Metallica. Well, kind of. Some of my notes, I hear some 80s thrash metal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Oh, yeah. I have to check that out. How old is that album? So, well, the, the, Most the, recent. The newest Mr. Bungle album was last year. Okay, so it's and really it's, recent. Yeah, it's a re it's a re recording of a demo they did in the eighties. And oh. Mr. Bungle is Mike Patton uh-huh. and uh the Ian guy from Anthrax with the long goatee. Scott you know t- Scott Ian. Yeah. That's his name. Yeah. Him. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know and that. And yeah, yeah, it's it's him and him. Pete Davidson. Let me see who that is. Pete Davidson's in there. He no, he just plays the pussy. <laughs> uh let's see. Mr. Bungle. It is Mike Patton. And that guy. And that guy. See, this We're does blocked. this, too. This does this to me on everything. I can't open up a fucking web page to save my life. Throw that thing out in the field. Trey Spruance. I don't know who that guy's from. It probably won't tell me. See, this is such garbage. Huh. Such garbage. Anyways. It's it's, it's a okay. super group, sort of. So okay. That kind of deal. So I like that one. Have they it's always been a super metal. group or just this most recent? I think the most recent iteration, I think they've always been a mixed bag of different band members, but I think the current set of band members okay. is like the most popular set okay. of band members. Like the, this is probably the best version of the band. So they re-recorded something they did in the eighties, a thrash metal album. And it's, it's, it's pretty fucking I'm going to check it out. It's pretty fucking good in my opinion. Yeah, uh, some of their other stuff was real funky and weird, but this one was just straight fucking heavy. Okay, good stuff. Good. Mike Patton can scream. So somehow, some way, to the uh, not sure the word I'm looking for, but to the disparagement of the Faith No More community, I don't even know if that made sense. Appalachia, son. We talked about Pete <laughs> Davidson, right. and you know we drink some beer, <laughs> but. uh but yeah, Faith No More is the last band I get into that Mike Patton, and that, that doesn't make sense because Faith No More is like his flagship band, sure. as they say. Sure. You know? So it, it's weird, yes, but the outcome was cool. So 1985, We Care A Lot from the, Faith No More. These fellas, they cared a lot. They cared a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so the... <sighs> Considering it's 1985, <laughs> I was kind of like, this is kind of cool for 1985. Mm-hmm. Track one, We Care A Lot. I actually love this song. Okay. I dig, like, I like it. The, the whole, and I think it's because in movies and TV, I've heard that riff so much. The, don't, 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 don't. Like, I've heard that in so many things. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a really popular riff for entertainment. Like, I've heard it in movies. I've heard it in shows. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And, uh, you know, that I've always loved that riff. So somehow that turned into me liking the song. I scored it a four. Did you really? Okay. I did. I like this song a lot. I think the riff is kind of iconic. Uh, and, and I will say that this is the highest graded song on the album for me. <laughs> yeah. Right off the rip. Uh, yeah. Graded it a four. I liked it. What do you think about We Care a lot? I see. I see some faces. You've uh, got a lot to say. I did not like this track. I gave it a one. And it's funny that you mentioned the uh, like the little soundtrack clips because yeah. a few steps ahead, one of my notes uh, it says 
that this should this track in particular uh, should have been included in like an 80s BMX movie. I think it is. <laughs> there like, might be something. I think it in is. It, like the movie Rat. I'm going to have to. Like I've got, now I got to look up what all that song is in, but I, I swear yeah. to God it is. So I wasn't a really big fan. And this album is a different lead singer. This is pre Mike Patton. This is pre Mike Patton. You had uh-huh. a couple. Uh, albums with Chuck Mosley, I okay. believe was, the, was his name. Rest in peace. The dude is dead. Oh, is he really? He is. He died heroin overdose. Oh, okay. Recently, though, like in the 2000s, huh. like in the, I think the, maybe even the 2010s. Uh, but yeah, so he's, he's dead and gone. Uh, the next track, The Jungle, uh, I gave this a three. I thought it sounded really cool. Okay. Uh, that's really all I got on that. Like, it's just kind of a cool jam. I have a feeling where this is going on your end. What'd you grade the jungle? Zero. <laughs> Don't like it. Zero. Don't dig it. Didn't like it. Tra- um, go ahead. Track three, Mark Bowen. I'm interested if there's two zeros in a row. There's two zeros. In two a row. zeros in a row. I gave it a three as well. Did I you? thought it was a, I thought the song was punk as fuck and it makes the album flow. Yeah. Two zeros. Nothing to say about those zeros. I take it either, right? Just didn't dig it. Just wasn't for me. I can see that because it starts getting worse for me. Uh, Track four is Jim. I gave it a two. I gave this track a three. Look at that. Look at this go. I thought there was a little bit of talent in this acoustic little diddly. That's cool. Uh, Track five, Why Do You Bother? Uh, I gave this a one. I thought this was an interlude, and then I thought, when is this going to start? And then it started, and I was ready for it to stop. <laughs> so I gave it a one. I gave it a three. Thought it fit the album. Was kind of relaxing. Uh, track six is Greed. One. Two. I put on Barely Okay With It. It's a lot of dudes' voices making the noises that sound like straight out of the movie The Crow. Okay. Just a weird fucking jam. Yeah. But it, but it was too worthy for me. I didn't hate it, hate it, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven, Pills for Breakfast. A good title, but I gave it a one. I gave it a three. Good for Did the you? album, and I needed a break from the dude's voice, because his voice started great. Chuck Mosley's voice started grating uh, on me. Yeah. So I was all about the uh, instrumental here. That made me a little bit happy. Track eight, As the Worm turns not the world the worm worm gave it a one gave it a three i i i put this is how synths should be used in rock okay like i like the way they use the the synthesizers Synthesizers. uh, in this rock song arabian disco gave it a one gave it a one as well i put annoying sure track 10 new beginnings one two same as above and a weak ending for an album my final score on it was a 2.6. Okay. Uh, said it I, because I feel like it was ahead of its time a little bit. 1985, this was almost like pre like post punk pre grunge. It was, I thought it was a little bit ahead of its time. That doesn't mean I liked it or loved it. 2.6 is kind of a lowish score. Uh, I don't dislike the Chuck Mosley guy, but it just it wasn't great or good either but yeah I, but there's a couple songs i do dig and may listen to again what was you, i was going to say do you think you'd go back and listen to anything on this album I, we care a lot i really like okay like i really do like that song so maybe that one um that's probably it though okay what was your score like 1.2 flat 
out one. Flat out one. Yeah, just close. A, yep, just a one. Yeah, it's there's nothing overly impressive. I just you know I yeah. like the one song. I think for the most part it's because of the nostalgia of I've heard it in a movie. I'm gonna have to find out where <laughs> yeah. I heard it, but I have, and I I think it's I think a lot of it has to do with that. Could be album two. Introduce yourself, 1987. Sure. Small tidbit of information here because I got uh, I, I really wanted to do some research on this fan base, and the fans really like this album. Really? Yeah. That was my. That was what I said too. I was like, really? Wow. Re- like Pete Davidson liked it, or like just <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, with that being said, track one, faster disco. I gave it a one. It's annoying. And Chuck Mosley was really hurting my ears at this point. I gave it a zero. Did not like it. Well deserved. <laughs> Did not like it. Track two and song. Zero. One. I said, what is happening? This sounds like The Clash is really bad stuff. Well, that's a good observation. Track three, introduce yourself. One. Moved up a spot. <laughs> That's right. As did I. I gave it a two. Okay. Silly as fuck, but uh, it kind of jammed a little bit. Sure. A little bit. Four, Chinese arithmetic. This made me think of Guns N' Roses, by the way. Chinese democracy. Chinese democracy. Uh, Chinese arithmetic gave it a two, and I put that Chuck Mosley's worn out his welcome with me. <laughs> I gave this a zero. <laughs> this is zero. Man, it's, it's torture. It's torture to me. Maybe if I went back and listened to it, it'd be a little lower, but track five, Death March. I gave it a two. I said, it's okay, but it's not hitting. Zero. Zero. Yeah. And the survey says zero. <laughs> Track six, we care a lot again. They they care a lot. <laughs> they care a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I, think, I think they got a little bigger. Like, the they got a little bigger on this album, and they tried to push that out again. Yeah. And they did re-record it. I like the original better. Fans of Faith No More like this version better. Really? Me and Faith No More fans, we don't get along. I joined a fan page just to just to feel these motherfuckers out. Did you? How'd and that go? Not good. Really? No, it's went okay. They they don't like my choice of albums like ranked top to bottom. Okay. We'll, we'll get there. Okay. Uh R and R track seven, I put two, barely a two. I'm sure what you got? One. One. Crab yeah. song. Track eight. I could not stand this track. I put one annoying, annoying, just fucking annoying. Track nine, Blood. I uh, gave it a zero. Gave it a one. Annoyed. A little bit annoyed. Track 10, Spirit. I uh, gave it a zero. I gave it a two for riffage, but man, I put Chuck's got to go. Final score, I had a 1.8. I was half surprised that it was almost a 2 because I thought it sucked. I didn't even add my shit up. I just wanted to get away from this album. I didn't care. <laughs> it's not good. It's it's so bad not good. to me. Pre-Mike Patton, just not not doing it. Again, Faith No More fans will disagree. That's okay. It's weird because I didn't expect that when I joined their forum of fans. I, I didn't expect them to love the stuff before Mike Patton because I was like, no way would this band have made it if they wouldn't have switched to Mike Patton. Yeah. And, and they still didn't make it. They're not huge. I guess the band themselves are aggravated that they never got any bigger than they were. Okay. Because they feel like they're a really good band. Yeah. With really cool music. And they, you know, it, they just didn't catapult to anything, really. A few hits here and there. But, uh, yeah. Then you got the real thing in 1989. This is where things get better for me. <sighs> yeah. I hate to give anything away. But 
this album was really ahead of its time. It was really ahead of its time. Yeah. It's 89 still. We're still in the 80s. Uh, I don't know if Nirvana's Bleach had came out or Alice in Chains. Uh, uh, maybe Facelift was their 80s album. I'm not sure. But but yeah, I I put this on thinking like, well, I'm going to hear Epic again. Yeah. Here comes Epic. I got to, yeah, you know. I was, I was very, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was afraid. I was Not a little really bit afraid, afraid too. I, and I kind of knew that I would probably like the song a little more since I hadn't heard it in so damn long. Sure. But I was like, how much more could I actually like it? Uh, but track one on the real thing, Faith No More, from Out of Nowhere, I gave this a four and I put it's a breath of fresh yeah. fucking air. Yeah. Thank God for Mike Patton's voice. Oh, he saved their asses. Yeah. Um, I gave this track a three. The, so I was... Three's good. Yeah, compared to a lot of zeros before this. Three's good. What does V-U-R mean? Somebody commented, Israel Kid said, V-U-R-F-Y-I. What is... It. V... What is it? <laughs> what is V-U-R? I don't know what he's trying to say. Uh, I guess I'll find out. Hopefully he, he fills us in. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Uh, did you have any thoughts on the first track that got a three from you? Uh, it was just a relief. I thought, okay, we're starting to move in the right direction now. Getting away from that. Yeah. It just, I, I heard this first track and I really didn't think eighties. Of course we're heading towards the nineties during this time, but yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty good. Track number two, Epic. Man, what is it? What is it? I gave this track a three. I mean, it, it's a, an okay jam. It just it was just overplayed. It was, it was too much. Yeah, it it was. And and again, I you know it was very Chili Peppers ish for me back then. Yeah. Uh, but but I gave it a four this time around. I, I put that the song has new life for me. Okay. And uh, was really really quite digging it. Track. Three, I get a message and it covers it up. Falling to pieces. Gave what, it a three. I gave it a three as well. I thought it was a solid track. Yeah, it was a solid track. Um, there was something. I, the 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 chorus of the song with the falling to pieces sure. annoyed me a little bit. Somebody put me together. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Ugh, that's a little that that that's a little annoying. So I didn't love that. But it's fine. Are we really? Hopefully that doesn't mean what I think it means. What's Who it knows? Mean? Anyways, I don't know. It's hard. To, we had sound earlier. I don't know what VUR means. I get, Hopefully he'll tell us, fill us in. Because it's an FYI. Something might be wrong, but I wouldn't know it. Uh, track four, Surprise You're Dead. I gave this track a four. Fuck yeah. I liked it. Fuck yeah. But, I, gave, I gave it a four as well. I put I love it. It's just heavy. Surprise. Yeah. 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 I mean, just the charismatic, you know, vocals on this thing, like the laugh after he would say, surprise, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of Avenged sevenfold sure. a little bit, but it was, sure. you know, it was ahead of its time. It just sounded really freaking good. Track five, Zombie Eaters. I gave us a four. I gave it a five. Did you? It's a good I track. I love this shit. Yeah. Like, there's peaks and valleys. Someone else just said V-U-R-F-Y-I. I don't know what that means. Someone's going to have to explain 
what V-U-R means because I don't know. I'm 40. <laughs> I don't know what these abbreviations mean unless it's L-O-L-T-T-Y-L. I don't know. Track six, The Real Thing. I gave this a 3.5. A 3.5. I was torn between the three and the five. I enjoyed it. I gave it a five. There's some fives on this album. I'll just edit out the silence because I'm trying to figure out what V U R is. That's what I was looking. Yeah. Like, you comment it. Uh, Help help us. V U R stands for. Uh, a bisecular reflux is when your pee moves backwards from the bladder to your kidneys. I don't think that's <laughs> what they're talking about. <laughs> I hope that's not what they're talking about. Yeah, not either. I don't know, man. I don't know either. I don't know. Somebody needs to tell me what VUR is. Somebody stayed for a while, so I don't know. Underwater love. Is that what it is? Track number seven. Oh, okay. I thought VUR was <laughs> Underwater Love. Someone tell us what VUR is. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. What you got on that one? Four. I thought it was pretty good. Pretty good track. What do I got on it? It's pretty good. I got three solid, not spectacular. Uh-huh. Next track, The Morning After. What'd you give that one? Three. Gave it a four. Mm-hmm. That was good shit. More mm-hmm. peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. More of that, like, don't want to call it prog, but like, you know, you get quiet for 30 seconds, explodes for 30 seconds, simmers down. It was unpredictable. Unpredictable. I like that. Nine, woodpecker from Mars. Or was it woodpeckers? I'm not sure if it was plural or not. Four. Four. I gave it a four as well. And it's not often I love an instrumental. Yeah. But I was digging this one. I heard a little bit of Adam Jones in this. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a tool vibe. A little bit of a tool vibe. Uh Totally heard that. Absolutely. Uh, Ten War Pigs, a cover. Fucking five. That's, I gave it a four. Oh my gosh. But I felt pretty strongly about that four almost being a five because that is, uh, that's one of the better covers I've heard in it's a long so time. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Really, really good. Like, I, I'm surprised there's a cover on, yeah. a, on an album like this. Like, me I, too. I was not expecting it. I had to look to make sure it wasn't a deluxe edition thing right. or something like that. But uh, but yeah, was, uh, that was that's one of the best covers I've heard in a long time. Track eleven, Edge of the World, four, three. Thought it was a solid ender. Uh, it, was, it felt like coming down from something. Yeah. At the end of this album, to have that ender. Uh, this album, three point nine for me. I put I love it. It's a keeper in the rotation. I gave it a three point seven and pretty went, close. How did I know not? How did I not know that this album is? As good as it yeah, because I mean, because it is. I got stuck on this one, man. Like yeah. like I said, it's been five and a half weeks or so since we've been up here. I I hate to guess how many times I listened to this album. It was more than ten. Okay, I jammed the shit out of this album because of tracks like "Surprise You're Dead" and "It's Good," "Woodpecker from Mars," and "War Pigs." I was just like, shit, man. This is real. This has just got me. This is good. It's like good mood music. It made me feel. It made me feel real good. Made your life better. Like Pete Davidson does all those ladies. It made me feel <laughs> yeah. feel nice and good. So that's uh, 
that is, uh, I, I guess I could classify that's one of the better albums I've heard by way of doing this podcast. Good. Like it, it's up there. Good. Here's where me and the fans start to disagree. Angel Dust is considered widely to be Faith No More's best album. Really? Widely. You talk to a to a longtime Faith No More fan, they're going to tell you Angel Dust is the pinnacle of the career and not much comes close. Okay, that's interesting. I I found that to be interesting as well. Still waiting on someone to say what VUR is. How does two people say it? It's going to drive me nuts. <laughs> yeah. It's going to drive me nuts. <sighs> Crazy. But it, Angel Dust 1992. Mm-hmm. We'll jump right in. Land of Sunshine. I gave it a three. I liked it close to a four. Uh, but based on what I had just heard on the real thing, I, I, it was, I was like, this isn't as good as most of the songs on the real thing. So I'm going to go three cause I like it. I don't love it. What'd you give it? I gave it a three. It was okay. On the same path. Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. Track two caffeine. What'd you give it? Three. I also gave it a three. I said close to a four again, but it lacked, uh, somehow the guitar tone lacked punch. Okay. It felt a little weak and I, I couldn't, couldn't really explain it other than that as to why I couldn't score it higher. Like, cause I kind of like the song, but the guitar just didn't have enough punch for me. Midlife crisis. Five. Five. I gave this a five. And I watched a live performance of this. Oh, I need to do that. And it was so good. So that turned my like 3.5 up to a five after maybe, I saw maybe, it live. Maybe that's what I needed to oh, see. Oh, it was good. Uh, after I watched that live performance of this, this is my favorite Faith No More track up to this point. Wow. Yep. Big words. I yep. gave it a three. Okay. Uh, I never loved it. This was the other song that I had heard somewhere along the line before doing this. Mm-hmm. Like I knew this song when I heard it. Yeah. And I do and I do like it. It was very close to a four, but I mean, I got so stuck on the real thing. Sure. That I, I don't I don't know if anything could have I don't know if anything could have uh blown me away on this album after that one. And I listened to this one quite a few times. I didn't give up on it. I didn't okay. you know, I didn't do anything like that. It was good. Uh, track four, RV. I gave this a three. A lot of spoken word. I'm not a big fan of the spoken word stuff. Uh, a little bit of twang in this. Yeah, there was a little bit of twang in it. Yeah, so I gave it a three. What did you give it? I gave it a four. Uh, I, I found it oddly endearing and calming, and I kind of liked the weird way he talked through it. So it was, it was one of those songs that I was kind of surprised that I liked, but I did. Track five, smaller and smaller. I gave this a five. Damn. Yep. I'm gonna have to. A... I'm gonna have to listen to some of these fives. I'm gonna Man, have to have you send me your notes. Yeah. The uh, uh, kind of a tool flow. Okay. It, it reminded me of tool just a little bit. Small. I remember this. Smaller and smaller and smaller. Well, didn't he kind of whisper some of it? Smaller. smaller Seems smaller. like it. It's been a while since I listened to it because, yeah. I tried to give it some time, but then I'll explain why I gave up on this one. Okay. I, like I said, I gave it a three. I thought it was solid. Just no wow moments in it for me on that track. Uh, six, everything's ruined. 
I gave this a three. I enjoyed the guitar part of it. I gave it a three. So far, Angel Dust is hitting you a little more than me. I gave it a two. Okay. I thought it was a little boring. Uh, malpractice. I gave this a three. I said I'm calling this track Smart Stoner Rock. I gave it a two. Uh, I thought the structure was a little odd. That's all I got on that one. Uh-huh. Track eight, Kindergarten. I gave this a three. Uh, Eddie Van Halen Harmonics. I am like one one point below you on every <laughs> oh, single yeah. track so far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I gave Kindergarten a two, just kind of kind of meh for me on that one. Track nine, Be Aggressive. Uh, I gave this a three. We're all, now we're on the same page. <laughs> I kind of, the cheerleaders in this song. Be Aggressive. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't mind it. I, yeah. I thought it felt like something from the, uh, the last album. I thought it was kind of funky, kind of dug it a little bit. Uh, track 10, A Small Victory. Three. One. Didn't like it at all. Okay. Uh, track 11, Crack Hitler. Three. Gave it a two. Uh, he kind of had that uh, gas mask sound on this one, which sure. I normally like. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it was okay on this one, though. Here's a fan favorite from the community, Jizzlobber. <laughs> Jizzlobber. Jizzlobber. I was in between. I shouldn't <laughs> do this, but I, I give it a 3.5. Uh, it's kind of heavy, doomish, but I dug it. I gave it a two. Okay. Uh just kind of odd. I just felt it was odd. This whole album hit me weird. Yeah. It hit me weird. Uh, track 13, Midnight Cowboy, I gave a one. I gave this a two. Okay. Track 14, Easy. I gave it a three. I gave this a four. This is a it. Lionel Richie track. Yeah, it is. I love it. Another cover. I, I thought it was it. good. And I thought, you guys are kind of a risk taker. Yeah. You know, doing a Lionel Richie and it shows your diversity. And Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Well, see, good. and the thing about Mike Patton, like his, uh, he's got another, I, I don't, I can't remember if it's like just under his name. I think it is like solo albums, Mike Patton. Okay. So it's in the line of that cover. Really? Like it's so much more big band behind him with, you know, horns and just different instruments and okay. he sings more smooth and like, you know, sure. crooner-ish. Yeah. It's interesting. He does so much shit. The guy does so many different oh, yeah. styles of music. Yeah. Just kind of <laughs> crazy. Whoever that one watcher is, tell us what's wrong with the stream. Because I still, I'm just trying to wrap my head around that. I scored this album a 2.42. Faith No More fans, I'm sorry. I know you're pissed off. Whoever listens to this after the fact of the podcast coming out. Uh, I, just, I just couldn't get into it, man. Sure. And, and I tried because everyone yeah. told me. Like, this is their artistic pinnacle. This is the shit. This is the album. This is this is on a ton of lists as one of the best albums of the 90s. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't feel it. I didn't either. I rated this one a little bit lower than the, uh, the real thing. I gave this album score 3.3. I got a 2.42 so. on it. I just, I love that last album so much. And I, I don't know if it affected me on this one or what, but yeah, I just, I could not get all the way into it. Everyone says it'll grow on me. It just might. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. but the first, I, I, I bet I gave it eight listens. Wow. Okay. And I just never quite felt it the way sure. the community felt it. And sure. those motherfuckers feel it. <laughs> yes. I'm talking to you, <laughs> you and you and you and you, you love this album. I tried. I promise I tried. Yeah. I couldn't. 
I, I tried I tried real hard. I tried harder than Pete Davidson. He succeeded, I didn't. <laughs> Last time I'll mention him. Pete Davidson isn't trying. Pete Davidson isn't trying. He's, He's just like, trying. hey. And they're just like, <laughs> panties off. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Good to go. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to grab a beer. Introduce this next album to our uh, to our folks. Uh, album number five, A King for a Day, Fool for a Lifetime. Great title. Uh, this was uh, 1995. Thank you. And it felt like 1995. It did. Oh, no shit. That was, right. that was the first thing I noticed was like grunge is over. Yeah. Like all these weird albums came out in 95 and 96. And like I this album felt so fucking 1995 to me it's not even funny i'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing it felt super 1995 first track get out i have 95 to a fucking t it was very post grunge sounding it was solid i mean i don't hate all post grunge it's uh, you know yeah i don't hate on all that but but this was like god man i I'm going to watch Clueless and drink a Zima and go to bed. <laughs> yeah, we still watch Clueless. That's how me and my wife were talking about <laughs> we it last night. That. She was talking about how much she loves it. I was like, my, I haven't seen that shit My forever. son watches it, yeah. Uh, get Out. I gave this track a three, and I don't know who's responsible for it. But, oh, my God, I cannot stand Incubus. Um, I've seen him live. I'm I like Incubus for a minute. Yeah. Don't be sorry, because half of the show... That Incubus did? They did Lionel Richie tracks. Close. They sat on it. They pulled a couch out. Sorry to go off topic. No, go off topic. Incubus, I went with a with an ex-girlfriend, uh-huh. and uh, we watched Incubus. I, I liked them, and the ticket was cheap, and I was like, I could watch Incubus. At that time, I liked them. It's been a long fucking time ago, 20, 20 years ago. Yeah. And uh, they pulled a couch out, set all their electronic instruments down. Brought out the fucking bongos, fucking acoustic guitars, uh-huh. and they did at least five Tenacious D songs sitting on a really? couch with acoustic stuff. Yeah. Wow. They apparently loved that fucking album, and they covered half that album instead of playing their own music I for half their show. expected that. They sounded good doing it. Wow. They did a really good job covering Tenacious D, so I got like... Half of a nostalgic Incubus concert and half of a Tenacious D show, kind of. That's interesting. It was cool. It was pretty cool. It was a good. It was a good one. Wow. I was very. uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. But yeah, man, go on with your Incubus thought. No, it's you're you're nailing the path. It's the uh, the vocal flow. It just I don't know how to describe it. I can't mimic it. Yeah. But it's just that Incubus. I don't know. I just I gave it a three. I thought it was okay. Yeah, three's what I gave it to. Like it was solid. It was a solid track. It wasn't anything spectacular or anything like that. Uh, but I, yeah, I definitely gave it a three. The uh, what we got here? The next track was Ricochet. Uh-huh. I'm gonna pull up our stream. Make sure it's okay. What did you think about Ricochet? Uh, I gave this track a four, <laughs> okay. and I heard uh, I heard so much rush in this. I heard some rush on some of these tracks as Did well. Yeah. 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 So I gave this a four. I dug it. I gave it a four too. And and my line is I dig this one a whole lot. This was uh 
This was one of my favorite jams off the album was Good. Ricochet. So Good. I have to agree with that. Yep. I was digging it. Track three, Evidence. This was a chill track. Yeah. I thought I needed this. Uh, a definite display of capability. I, I gave it a three. I liked it. I gave it a three as well. I, I yeah. put I like it and that it's smooth. It was a nice smooth transition song after Ricochet because Ricochet was pretty heavy, I think. Ricochet was fast or heavy, one or the other. It's been a minute. Yeah. This album, I didn't. This this one may grow on me a little bit too. I didn't give it that many spins because I just I have a hard time going back to the mid '90s rock. Yeah, I know what you mean. Hard time going back to it. It all just you know that's pop punk is so fucking dead to me for the most part. Sure. The mid '90s, like Blink One Eighty Two, set it off, and then you got. Yellow card and some 41 and everyone's going, did any and I'm just like, Ugh, fuck all that. <laughs> yeah. So this, this took me back to that time and I didn't enjoy going back to that time, but I mean, so far so good still. It's not like it's bad. The gentle art of making enemies. I uh, give this a three. Got a three on it too, I, yeah. but I dig it. You know, it's, it's not anything crazy special, but it's like so far everything's diggable. Like, I probably wouldn't go seek it out, but it's like, if it's on the radio, I'm going to bob my head to it kind yeah. of a thing. Uh, Star AD. I gave this a two. It really wasn't for me. Gave it a two as well. I put yeah. a, I respect the fusion. Like, it was kind of a fusion-y song, uh, but, but it just was not for me. I almost went Porky Pig, but, 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 it's, not, <laughs> but, but it's not for me. Uh, cuckoo for Kaka. <sighs> Man, this track pissed me off. Oh, shit. Tell me more. Just because it preach it, brother. It was uh, the initial listen to this was kind of more of like background music. Yeah, and I was trying to focus on something, and just the the vocals on this. It really, you know, there's some songs like I can listen to like some George Harrison music, and it doesn't matter what kind of mood I'm in. It doesn't piss me off even more, or you know, just a, a neutral feeling. Uh, this just kind of—I don't know how to describe it. Almost like turbocharged my stress. You know, it was—it oh, was, it was fueling my stress instead of trying to calm me down. Right. It was just—I don't know how to put that into words. Correctly. Hit you at the wrong time. Yeah. So I didn't like it. I gave it a three. Did you? I put damn near a four. I like the dark brooding feel of it. So, but again, nothing, nothing special here, yeah. you know, so far the, the, from the real thing, everything's on a downward, a slow, a very yeah. slight downhill slope. Sure. sure. Faith New More fans be like, fuck you, red jacket boy. <laughs> but I just said, you know, just so far, I felt like I already hit the pinnacle with yeah, the real thing. Sure. Uh, then we got track seven. Uh, Caraljo Valdor is the best I can pronounce that. I got a one on it. I thought it was boring. I gave it a three just because I think I was so fed up with the previous track. I makes may sense. have bumped this one up just a little bit. That makes perfect sense. And I actually came back from a break after the Cuckoo for Caca. Cuckoo for Caca. I walked away for a little bit. Right. Yeah. That happens. And I had to reboot and I jumped back in. Fuck shit pissed you off. Fuck <laughs> it pissed did. off. It did. Yeah. It was aggravating. Made you feel like you were on some angel dust from album, <laughs> album three or four or whatever yeah. that was. Uh, Ugly in the Morning. Metallica gallops, who Metallica probably stole from somebody else. Right. What'd uh, you have on this? I got a four on it. thought it was chaos, and I kind of loved it. I gave it a three. Chaotic. 
chaotic shit. Solid track. Liberty Dude said, that's what she said. I assume you mean cuckoo for caca. Cuckoo for caca. Uh, or ugly in the morning. Uh, Digging the Grave, track nine. Give us a three. Gave it a four. It was very punkish, and I kind of liked it. Yeah. Punkish. Good. Fast. 95-ish. 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 Uh, take This Bottle. Track 10. Two. Three. I thought. Uh, I put Patton can do anything. I don't sure. love this, but Patton can do anything because apparently it was a it was a different type of track. I don't remember it now. because It was kind of country-ish. I thought, are they uh, okay. poking fun oh, okay. of country? Okay. Might have been. Yeah. Might have been. Take. Oh, yeah. Take this bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Now I remember. It's coming back to me. Uh, 11, King for a Day. I split this up and gave this a 3.5. Sounded a lot like Rush. Heard some Rush sounds in this. (laughs) I gave it a three. I thought I was starting to dig, still kind of digging the album enough to, to enjoy it. So, so yeah, I was still feeling it. Uh, track 12, What a Day. Can I interrupt you for a minute? Fuck, do whatever you want. Man, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to dig into Rush, but I'm guessing they have like 48 studio albums. Um, I'm, I'm overreacting. I don't, I don't think it's 48. I bet there's a bunch. It's, it's fairly heavy. I want to say it's similar to Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Rush studio albums. I want to say, actually, I want to say it's the same as Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Uh, I don't know that for a fact, though. 19, so one more. One more, okay. One more than the Fleetwood. I'm going to, uh, the next time I need something to listen to, I'm going to listen to Rush's first album. I'd be interested to see what that sounds like. Interesting. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's. But I didn't mean to go off. It's path. interesting. Oh, no, that's fine. Anytime you start talking about what, so what changed? Because you. Or are you just curious? Because you, you just you don't seem to curious. The Getty Lee's voice, I have to be. It's grown on me. I have to be. It's really grown on me. My wife can't stand it. Yeah. Yeah. Your shovels. He wants to dig in. That's right. (laughs) That's right. So I'm going to give him another chance. But I'm very intrigued by the their sound because it's three Three dudes. dudes. What a freaking sound. And I sent you that live thing, right? Where they did a really long fucking play in. I probably, I don't know. I don't know. That may be the last thing we do before you go. Just because Getty Lee doesn't even sing, but you to watch these dudes play. It was like the opening of the show. I can't even explain it. Yeah. But to watch them play and the sound that they made as a three piece. It's crazy. On this one live clip, I was just like, it's one of the best live things I've ever seen in my life. Granted, it was live on YouTube. But, yeah. But it was, it melted my fucking brain. Wow. It was that fucking good. Wow. I watched a documentary, and the only part of the documentary that I remember was, I don't know the guitar player's name. Alex Lifeson. Okay. He was at his like at his parents' dinner table, and he was like seventeen. He's like, "I want to be a rock and roller," and and they're like, you know, trying to think. Well, you know, you sure you don't want to be a dentist or something? And, and so <laughs> he sure. knew at that early of an age what he wanted to do, and I just thought that was really badass because, you know, when I was seventeen, I was like, beer. Pussy. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't anything else. Beer and girls. I thought this dude, he, he knows what he wants to he do. Knew, he knew what he wanted. I respected that. He so. knew. Uh, track 
12. 12. What a day. What a day. Gave us a three. Gave it a three as well. Grudging along good stuff. Yep. Track 13, the last to know. Three. Gave it a two. Thought it was okay. Almost a three. Almost a three. Yeah. Didn't go 2.5 on it, but almost a three. <laughs> yeah. I could have gave it a two and a half, I guess. Yeah. Uh, track 14. Just, just a band. band. Three. I gave this a three. I thought it kind of cracked me up a little bit. Yeah. Thought it was kind of powerful somehow. Yeah. Overall score 2.89. Nice. 2.92 for me. Okay. So we were pretty real, close. Real close. Uh-huh. Uh, I wrote the system works again because if I would have had to grade this one, I liked it a little better than Angel Dust and not as well as uh, the real thing, which it falls in between those two score wise for me. So sure. there, there it is. Sure. Liberty Dude, while you're here. Uh, a couple different dudes or a uh, dude and a gal, or I, I don't know the names, said V-U-R-F-Y-I. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Is Pete Davidson coming after me? <laughs> I said I wouldn't mention him again, and yet I did. Uh, yeah, that, but so far so good on Faith No More, honestly. Like, sure. It's it's not something to hate on. Right. You know, there's moments where it's really fucking good. And speaking of which... Uh, I hope you're here, Liberty Dude. Speaking of which, the fan base of Faith No More really thought I was a dumbass for these next two albums. They really? They really thought I was a dumbass. Okay. And all these viewers, you and you and you, <laughs> are really going to think I'm a dumbass for these last two albums. Album of the Year. What Nin- a great title. 1997. Great title. What a great cover. Yeah. Like just the dude on the oh, train yeah. with the flower. Like I saw the cover. I was like, that's fucking beautiful. That's what I thought. That's too. something you would see in like one of those picture books at the lawyer or the doctor's office. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, greatest pictures of the 20th century. It's a coffee or so. table it's a book. Coffee table book. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Totally had that coffee table feel. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I put this album on and I'm like, man, 95 and 97. I was like, I, I this album's probably going to sound like the last one, just a little different. No, it fucking doesn't. Yeah. You fucking turn this shit on, and the first thing you hear is Mike Patton scream, Collision! <laughs> and I was like, fuck! It's like, da 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 I was like, god damn! Yeah. Like, this shit hit me like a ton of Good. bricks. Good. This opening track, I will say, fucking smacked me in the face. Good. I listened to the opening track like four times before I even moved on. It's like, that is hard shit. Yeah. And it sounds good. Yeah. Gave it a five. I said, this is where it's at. The vocals, patting, fucking screaming. The guitar, guitar, I just said guitar. The guitar sound was fucking screaming. And I think I loved this first track so much because there's just, you know, it was like a perfect blend of Tomahawk and sure. the real thing. Okay. It's like they are giving it to me like Pete Davidson. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> giving it to me like Pete on this one. Just right up the fucking ass. Fucking ride the lightning. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Fucking loved it. What'd you give this track? I gave this a three. Fuck, I thought it was a solid track. Fuck you, Hicks. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a solid track right God, out of the gate. Fucking smacked me in the mouth. I won't go back and listen to it again. Smacked I'll revisit me this. in the mouth. Yep. Track two, Strip Search. Four. Gave it a four as well. I, I said, this is the sound, man. Really? I must it. have been I must have been smoking on this one. This is the fucking sound, <laughs> man. I was fucking digging. I was like, this is a great contrast to track one. What a one and two to open it up. I was like, fucking give it to me. 
Ride the pony like lightning from hell. That's right, Liberty, dude. <laughs> Track three, Last Cup of Sorrow. Four. Fucking five. I like it's this. Fucking five. <laughs> so I can't live without this shit. This is a stellar fucking track. Let's stop right here. Did you get shit for... Because I'm kind of getting the vibes that you really dug this album. Is this not a fan favorite? They fucking hate this shit. No shit. They hate it. They hate it. Really? They hate the next one, too. They think the next one's the worst fucking album in their whole discography. <laughs> no shit. Yes, they said it's trash. Huh. Like, not all of them. There's a, there's a bunch. I love you guys. There's a bunch of, uh, you know, there's a bunch of hardcore fans that just think these last two albums are pure shit. Yeah. And then you've got a bunch of um, faith no more till you, till they die folks who love all of it, but also consider these last two albums to be among their weakest. Really? Hardly anyone loves it. Man. It must be a new fan thing. Okay. Because I talk to a few people. I go all in on some of this shit sometimes. Sure. I dug this band so much that I jumped into this fan forum. I was like, Hey, motherfuckers, my name's Jeremy, and I'd like to tell you about my favorite Faith No More albums. Here's the best, and the next, and the next, and the next. And they shredded your ass. And uh, a lot of them shredded my... A lot of them gave me the fucking condescending, like, oh, Angel Dust will be your favorite before long, and oh, you'll see, you know, introduce yourself as one of the best ones. Like, yeah, you're just feeling the hive. And, you know, and I'm like, I've listened to all this shit. I've been listening to it for weeks. Yeah. Like... If shit's going to grow you know, on me, you know, it's, you know, I got a pretty good idea. And then there were yeah. some other folks that were like, you know, I love album of the year. I love, you know, and, and, uh, you're like, oh, cool. How long you been listening to? Oh, like three months. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's a new fan thing. You yeah, know, it, yeah. it's a new faith, no more fan thing. Okay. But man, I, I see that's the thing you've got. What am I going to mention? Do you know what I'm going to mention? Everyone out there should know what I'm going to mention. When you listen to Tool, uh, <laughs> when you listen to Tool, uh-huh. you've got your people that want to hear nothing but hard-ass Tool. Metallica, sure. same thing. Sure. Give me justice for all. Yeah. Like, I kind of fucking like the new shit, too. Yeah. You know, I kinda, you know, I even like Load and Reload. Like, I like watching bands and artists grow sure. and doing different things. And I think sometimes they just fucking hit one out of the park. Me and you love 10,000 Days. Yeah. Most Tool fans that like the nothing but heavy and the other shit, they think that's the worst album. I know. Fuck, no, fuck that, man. That's oh, a I great know. album. I know. In my opinion and Hicks's opinion. But like every everybody, you know, you've got, I, I take it as Faith No More fans that grew up and started listening to them in 89. They followed. Or 80 whatever, mm-hmm. five. Yeah, they followed, and they they probably had a different perspective. Sure, but at the same time, I mean, I I fucking heard Nirvana pretty much from the get go, and I still think In Utero is the best album. That's a damn good album. So I mean, some people get stuck on what they heard first, and that's yeah. the way I kind of see the Faith No More Clan, and and the Faith No More Clan likes. Uh, I think Angel Dust grabbed a bunch of those folks. That were into like the really odd, because that's an odd album. Sure, it's it a is. strange fucking album overall. It's just it's experimental and it's kind of odd and weird. And I I like some experimental albums. Sure, uh, that one I just don't love. But yeah, people they the, those fans think that I'm a crazy for liking this fucking album of the year so much. I'll tell you how much I like it at the end. God damn, <laughs> I'm anxious to find out. Uh, naked in front of the comp computer. Naked in front yeah. of the computer. 
What'd you give this one? I gave this a two. This track really wasn't for me. Gave it a four. I said, this album is a motherfucking banger. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pull the billboard. But pulling the Bill Burr. This album is a banger! <laughs> fucking banger. That's good. So good. That's what he does. That's what he does. Uh-huh. Uh, fucking loving all this shit so far, man. Every fucking bit of it. Track five, Helpless. Five! Five! It's a five! <laughs> fucking five. Oh, it's a great track. Fucking five. And you can listen to it for free! <laughs> fucking good. So good. Uh, th- th- I put this shit right here, man. I said man a lot on this album. Man. You know what, man? This fucking album, man. <laughs> I was like, this, the flow of this album is so good. And I love a good whistle on a song. Like, this song <laughs> yeah. had a whistle in it. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> i love a good whistle in the middle of a hard track like this sure. is, i don't even know if it was hard the, the whole song man fucking i'm so glad to hear you give give a five give out it a there. five good shit man mouth to mouth track six four five talk about not sounding the same as the rest of the album i put fuck yes like this shit is just this this album flows like it has one of those all-time flows to me the flow of this good. album is killer good uh six or seven or no wait yes seven ashes to five fuck yeah hicks i I gave it a four i said well done fellas well done that's what i said the flow is insane good shit four all day i fucking probably five by now i got myself so worked up and pumped (laughs) up track eight she loves me not I thought this track's kind of quirky. It's not really for me, but it's still okay. I gave it a three. Gave it a four. I put they can do no fucking wrong here. They can't do anything wrong. (laughs) They just can't. They can't do anything wrong at all. Uh, Got that feeling. Dick Dale Surf Rock. Dick Dale Surf Rock. What'd you give it? Two. I gave it a four. I said, still not let me down. This shit rocks. Yeah. Fucking rocks, bro. (laughs) It rocks. (laughs) So good. Uh, track 10, Paths of Glory. Gave it a three. Gave it a four. I said, I love it all. Fucking the flow of everything. Just like hard, soft, hard, soft, hard, soft. Pete Davidson, not Pete Davidson. <laughs> so good. So fucking good. Track 11, Homesick Home. I uh, gave this a three. Gave it a three as well. I, I put, oh my God, it's a fucking three. So it's <laughs> yeah. still good. Uh, but it's it's not great. But it is still good. Track 12, Pristina. Give it a four. Give it a four as well. I, put, I, I it. love, 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 love this sound as a closer. So calm and deep like yeah. Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah. I like this album. It's fucking good album, man. Yeah. I gave it a 4.25. Damn, that's good. 4.25. Wow. I, I, I still fucking put this. If I come home from work, if I get my car from work and I'm fucking pissed off, uh-huh. I fucking tap my phone. Collision! I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. Fuck yeah! So good. I just, I love the shit so much. This album is, uh, it's up there for me, man. This is one of those albums that's like, I wish the fuck I'd heard this in 1997 when I was fucking 16 and a half, (laughs) slaying vag like Pete. No, not really. I think I slept with one person. But if I'd heard this at 97, I could have turned into like Elon Musk or something after hearing this. It might have opened my eyes to the whole everything is that fucking good love this shit and the faith no more community thinks i'm fucking dumb i can't get over that but they love angel dust bro yeah they love angel dust yeah that's what they're all about 
that fucking stork on the front of the album. They just want to stare at that goddamn bird all day. Yeah, I rated this album higher than Angel Dust. What'd you have it? Uh, 3.5. It's a pretty good score. Yeah. Yeah. I liked good. it. Pretty good. Yeah. I could go back and listen <clears throat> to this again. You should. Fucking yeah. turn that shit up. Yeah. Turn them shits up. <laughs> 2015, Soul Invictus. Uh, quick fact, recorded in a rehearsal space, not even in a studio. They really? just they just fucking decide to, on a whim, throw it together in a rehearsal space. Okay. They were very happy with it. Couldn't understand the hate from the Faith No More community. Why do you hate us? <laughs> yeah. I didn't hate them. I didn't either. I didn't hate them at all. Track one, Soul Invictus. I gave it a four. I gave it a three. I said- well, it was a good fucking song. MP still got it after all these years. Fuck yeah. Track two, Superhero. Three. Five. God, okay. I love this shit. Good. Fucking good. Just the whole leader of man. Like yeah. Just, there's this weird, almost Indian tribal, the whole like- Sure. Doom, 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 boom. Yeah. I've heard that, like, it sounds like something on the show Heroes, if anybody's watched that show. But, man, it's, they're just, they're fucking slamming me all over again, like Pete Davidson, track three, sunny side up. <laughs> Give it a three. Give it a four. Fucking dug it so much. His voice, man. Mike Patton's voice is just fucking killer. Yes, it is. Track four, separation anxiety. Three. Give it a four. Loving this band. Five, cone of shame. Three. Four. Hits different. Love it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's fucking good. <laughs> Track six, Rise of the Fall. Three. Gave it a four. What else can I say? The flow, the weirdness. It's fucking great. <laughs> it's fucking great. My God. Seven, Black Friday. Three. Gave it a four. Said doing no wrong again. Some acoustic flair thrown in. Love it. I know, I know this next track, Hicks. Track eight. Motherfucker. Five. Five. He gave it a five, <laughs> folks. He gave it a five. I gave it a four. I love it. Uh, oh, I love you, it. The only reason I couldn't give it a five is because there's so many fucking good tracks before this. Okay. Like, I, I started really weighing it. I was like, I really love this song, but do I love it as much as the other fives? And I went through all the fives. I was like, it's just a tiny bit below. Okay. It's a little below. <laughs> so I gave it a four. <laughs> gave it a four. Uh, still love it. Track nine, Matador. Three. Gave it a fucking five. <laughs> Gave it a five. Yeah. You hear those vocals and this music, the fucking range of this shit, and the last two minutes of this song are incredible. This is a fucking Tool song. This is a prog okay. rock, yeah. up and down, lateralis type jam. I'm going to go back and revisit it. Fucking listen to Matador closely. I will. Because it is a journey. Uh, the forum just wanted to wanted to know the color setting on your lava lamp. That must be what that means. V-U-R, lava lamp. Fuck, I don't fucking know. I don't understand people's way of speaking to me lately. I just <laughs> I just understand. Fucking fake no more. Then we got track 10, From the Dead. Gave it a three. I thought it was a Christmas song at first. Gave it a three, and I put, oop, it's a three. <laughs> Still cool. Uh, it's an ender. One of those enders. They're, they're real weird on the enders. They do weird shit yeah, on the enders. Yeah, they do. A closing track is always strange, apparently. But uh, total score, uh, 4.1. Wow. 4.1. I put these last two albums are an absolute joy. This band is up there in the elite for me. Uh, Tool, Beatles, Beasties. Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, yeah. Faith No More has slithered in like Pete Davidson's hard cock. 
Uh, it's cocked hard. <laughs> slithered right in there and uh, really made me notice them uh, to the, you know, not to the joy of Faith No More fans. These last two albums really sealed the deal good. as far as making me a Faith No More fan. It's good shit, man. Uh, I When I can't think of what to listen to, and I'm like, should I listen to the Beatles? No, I did that last week. Should I listen to the Beastie Boys? No, I did that this week. You know, what What should I listen to? And I'm like, I ah, fuck, I'll put Faith No More on. Yeah. And I'll just fucking start it. Album of the year. Then listen to Soul Invictus. Then I backtrack to Surprise You're Dead. And, you know, that, that album. Real thing. Whatever. And sure. it makes me, makes me pretty fucking happy. Makes me happy! <laughs> yes. It's just fucking good. I will. I do have to say that there are some hidden gems. In this discography, it's just such a it's just such a nice change of pace. I mean, how many artists have we reviewed and we didn't find shit? We were just glad to get it half, over with. half yeah. of them. Yeah, so it's good to it's a relief to go through an artist or a it group is. like this and find some good songs. It man, you and I, I think we're both picky. Yeah, and when you're picky, mm-hmm. if you can find something that you even get any joy out of, it's a goddamn miracle. Sure, like, fucking miracle. Yeah. We've listened to so much shit that's like <laughs> How would how would Bill Burr say it's a miracle? It's a goddamn miracle. <laughs> I have no idea what I knocked off just now. I'm fucking everything I, up from the excitement. It must not have been too important. We're still on. But yeah. Uh, Liberty Dude says you need to add shot dunks when you give it a five. What's a shot dunk? Why is all this language over my head? <laughs> What the fuck is a shot dunk? I don't know. I'm anxious to find are out. We, are we just dumb fucking Ohioans? Is yeah. That what, is? what is a I shot am. dunk? What is a shot dunk? It's a VUR shot dunk. VUR shot dunk. Maybe they know you got an Oculus headset and you're, you're you know, VUR. VUR. I don't know. Faith in War is fucking joy, though. It Good was. Fuck it was. Shit. Yep. I'm very happy we did it. I am too. And the uh, <coughs> downside, when you start on a, a Fleetwood Mac and I have to listen to a band that starts out as a blues rock band, and I, yeah. I've made it pretty clear how I feel about the blues. Yeah. I respect it. Uh, when it's done properly, I think sure. it's really fucking good. Sure. But it's also really hard to make the blues your own. It is. Like, it's not believable to me. Yeah. It's Yeah. It can be done. I mean you my example th- is Gary Clark Jr. Yeah. I think he makes it his own. Yeah, I do too. But do I love Gary Clark Jr.? No. Right. Because it's the blues. Do I like it? And it, uh, you know, if it comes on, do I keep listening? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. But it's just so hard to hit a nerve with with the blues. Like sure. I haven't heard the blues in a long time that i was like god damn that was good no it's just good it's good you know but it's not great so listen to fleetwood mac you know they're doing the blues rock thing and i'm like motherfuckers there's eighty thousand bands doing this yeah and you're not one of the good ones yeah (laughs) and then they transition to like a jazz rock band Mm. which fucking kills my soul even more because i just can't get into jazz i hear i i sent you that video from revolver of uh shit i think i went on the wrong track but like those heavy metal dudes and listing their favorite listing their favorite uh 
their Mount Rushmore of artists and like Maynard James Keenan's like Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell, yeah. Yeah. And then there were some other ones in there. And, and, and then I heard, you know, uh, well, it was Bill Burr actually talking about fucking listening to John Coltrane and like okay. Miles Davis and all this shit. I'm like, man, like I respect the fuck out of him, but I just like to put an album on is tough for me. Yeah. Because jazz is like, it just doesn't fucking hit me. I, right. But it hits so many people. In a different way that it hits me. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why can't <laughs> yeah. I get into this jazz? The the Buddy Rich drumming. Yeah. Uh, I, I've tried the, to listen that, to that. Is that, who, is that who Dave Grohl got a lesson from? I can't remember. He was, I listened to his book on audiobook form. I did too. And then he was talking about how someone was holding the sticks like yeah. the proper way. And he's like, fuck that. Like, yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. Just grab them and start fucking banging. Yeah. But uh, Fleetwood Mac went jazzy rock, and eh, you know, there's a song here there that was tolerable, but it's like, fuck me, and this is just this isn't doing it. So to go from Faith No More, you know, when you find a couple albums, you score into fours, then you go to Fleetwood Mac. Mm, I gave some shit away just now. That's all right. Been a tough start. Yeah, I'm eager to. I mean, I'm eager to see what the rest holds because. You know, since it's the end of the episode, not too many people make it to the end of podcasts. I will say, Rumors is one of those all-time greats for me. I bet. That album's fucking stellar. It is fucking great from top to bottom. And I don't know where they're going to go from here. I'll find out when I start listening to them again uh, Monday. Sure. But, damn. Fuck shit's tough. It's tough. It's tough to get through those big discographies. You know they're, you know, even Rush. I've went through quite a few Rush albums and started taking notes already just for myself. Sure. And uh, it's not all good. There's there's that 80s shit. Oh, yeah. It's 80s. It's 80s, They They went heavy synth for a minute just like everyone else. And it doesn't always do the job. Unlike Pete Davidson. (laughs) (laughs) He said it again! (laughs) Uh, shit. That's what you get from me on two beers. That's all <laughs> it takes. All right. We didn't it's even all... drink any Fireball. No, we did. What the fuck is wrong with us? I don't know. I should drink some Fireball. I guess I was pumped in... enough. We need to get back in the groove. Yeah, we're pussies now. Yeah. Well, we don't drink much or do much. We're just kind of just vaginas talking into microphones. <laughs> yeah. That's all we are. Trying to figure out what VURs are. I still don't know. Uh, V-O-R dot red. I think... I think it literally just has to be some uh, fake accounts jumping into the stream and commenting. Who knows? I don't know. I'll watch back. Maybe I've got a VUR on me somewhere. I don't know. Maybe it's a special kind of bug or something. I don't know. Anyways, (laughs) thanks for listening to us talk about Faith No More. Uh, To the Faith No More community that listens to this after the, the fact, I'm sorry that I didn't love Angel Dust. I know you're all going to be like, oh, fuck, dude, stupid. (laughs) At least I like your band, motherfuckers. How about that? Yeah, exactly. At least I like your goddamn band. Exactly. suck on that big old Davidson cock. (laughs) Enjoy yourselves. We'll see you next time for Fleetwood Mac. See ya. Thank you for listening to Stuck in My Generation. Again, if you want to suggest bands for us to listen to... Send it over to stuckinmygeneration at gmail.com. 